It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Auditing of third parties. Third parties still present the highest risk around compliance. Indeed, in the area of third parties, the 2019 guidance posed the following questions in a section entitled Management of Relationships. How has the company considered and analyzed the compensation and incentive structures for third parties against compliance risks? How does the company monitor its third parties? Does the company have audit rights to analyze the books and accounts of third parties, and has the company exercised those rights in the past? It is therefore critical to use monitoring and auditing when it comes to continuous improvement for this high-risk area. Next, we consider the three aspects of a company's audit program for its compliance function, the types and purposes of third-party audits, planning for third-party audits, and interviewing third parties. You should generally plan for your audit four to six weeks in advance. It should be done in conjunction with your corporate legal department taking the lead to preserve the attorney-client privilege. You will need to work with the business sponsor to establish key business contacts and to facilitate the discussion of audit rights and the audit process with your third party. You should prepare initial document requests list for financial information queries, review findings from previous audits and their resolutions. If there are any opened or closed internal investigations, they should be similarly reviewed. Finally, if there are any related DOJ or SEC enforcement actions in your industry, take care to review and finally be cognizant of them. Next, consider the entry points of foreign government involvement, both direct and indirect. In the direct category, some of the following are customs and duties, corporate taxes, penalties, Social Security, or other national insurance issues for employees, obtaining in-country visa and work permits, public official gifts and entertainment, training of and attendant travel for employees of government-owned entities, procurement of business licenses, permits to perform work, and finally, areas around police escort and security. In the indirect category, some of the key areas to review are customs agents and freight forwarders, visa processors, commercial sales agents, including distributors, and finally, those who might be consultants or channel partners. Document review and selection is important for this process. You should ask for as much electronic information as possible well in advance of your audit. You should ask for some of the following categories of documents. Trial balance, charts of accounts, journal entry line items, financial and compliance policies, prior audited financial statements, bank records and statements, a complete list of agents or intermediaries and review by country and customer. 
it is important to obtain records in database or Excel format and not simply in PDF. When you're ready to commence your interviews, the lead interviewer needs to be culturally sensitive, patient, and must negotiate a good working relationship with auditors on your team who will be reviewing the documents from the forensic perspective. You should focus on potential interviewees who interact with foreign government entities, foreign government officials, or third parties, including those personnel involved with business leadership, sales, marketing, business development, operations, logistics, corporate functions such as HR, finance, health, safety, real estate, and legal. It is important that you conduct the audit as precisely that, an audit interview and not an investigative interview. This is not the time to play gotcha. The audit interview process also affords the opportunity to engage in training while you are interviewing people. For the interview topics, consider some or all of the following. General policies and procedure, books and records pertaining to compliance risks, test knowledge of the FCPA, UK Bribery Act, or other relevant anti-corruption laws, regulatory challenges they may face, payment of taxes, fines, or fees, government interaction they may have on your behalf, other compliance areas that you may be concerned about or would impact your company, including trade, anti-boycott, AML, antitrust, etc. Particularly care should be given to the review you make around the general ledger accounts. Here you need to review commission statements to third-party agents and representatives, any facilitation payments, all payments around GTE, charitable contributions, political donations, and sales and promotion expenses. If there are payments made for customs or freight forwarders or other processing agents, permits, license, taxes, and other regulatory expenses should be reviewed. Additionally, any entries pertaining to community contributions and social responsibility payments should be assessed. And finally, a review of security payments, extortion payments, payments to legal consultants or tax advisors or fines and penalties should be considered. Regarding bank accounts and cash distribution controls, you should review the following. Review controls around bank accounts and cash disbursements. Identify and review authorized signatures, approved levels, and bank reconciliations. Ensure all bank accounts are included in the general ledger. Identify certain bank and cash disbursement transactions and identify offshore bank accounts. In the area of cash review, consider controls around petty cash, ascertain processes in place regarding distribution and reconciliation of cash funds. Also remember that such a audit gives you the chance to do training, so you should never forget the training component of your audits. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, start planning your third-party audit four to six weeks in advance of the actual audit so you have time to prepare. Two, use your business sponsor to facilitate the process with third parties. And three, remember, this is not a gotcha interview, but an open Q&A process where you have a golden opportunity to educate as much as you have to ask questions. So take this opportunity and use it for full and free-flowing communications with your third-party business partner. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow where we take up another topic in continuous improvement of 31 days to a more effective compliance program. As a call to action, I would ask that you tell one of your colleagues about this podcast series on the nuts and bolts of compliance, 31 days to a more effective compliance program, and this month's topic of continuous monitoring. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network, and this month's sponsor is Affiliated Monitors. 
I hope you'll join me again tomorrow for another episode in 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.